Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Weekly Standby, the podcast where we talk about movies, comics, and TV shows. My name's Cedric. I am Griffin. And today we're going to be talking a little bit about the Batman. Is that right? That is right. All right. Uh, just give me one second here before before we hop into it. All right. So what would you think about it? Loved it. You loved it, it? It was everything to expect out of a Batman film and more. So much to the point that it's it's now my my number one favorite movie. I, uh-huh. I shit you not. That, that, really? That's how much I loved it. Yeah, because you texted me after and you were like, uh, the Batman is not my favorite superhero movie. Like you texted me like right after that. No, I wasn't just saying that. It wasn't just like, oh, it's so good. It's my favorite. I legitimately mean it's my, uh-huh. my number one favorite movie right now. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. So uh, I have a confession to make. I haven't seen the first 20 minutes. So when I got to the theater, I was very, very confused. And that's mm. probably why I didn't like I paid attention to it. Like I watched it. But it didn't, like, I wasn't, like, engaged in it only because I missed the first 20 minutes. Which is a big chunk of a movie, obviously. And so I need to go back and rewatch it. But honestly, I really, really liked it. Robert Pattinson did a very good job. Right. Like, yeah. um, in spite of, like, missing those 20 minutes, that movie still has was powerful enough to really leave an impression on you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So... What did you think about um what did you think about the Batman character in this movie though? I guess um it was um it was what we expect out of Batman in a in a sense, but um, at the same time it's it's not really what we'd expect um from um Bruce Wayne, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I'm saying that in the way that um like yeah, he's a billionaire playboy, but you know, he doesn't really like um you know, show that he relishes in it that much, say, which um, I don't know, might lead to a lot of suspicion. And um, probably he's a little bit younger than he looks. That being said, though, it it works somehow because mm-hmm. I, I don't think that's really been done before. Where like, um, you know, but Bruce Wayne, the character, really um, uh, he doesn't really give off like a dark persona. But in um, in, in the Batman's case, Robert Pat Pattinson, he he definitely gives that. He definitely gets that off, and uh, it, it was something that that I could appreciate. And in a way, I, I guess it kind of makes sense because, like you know, he everyone knows that he lost his parents when he was young, yeah. but uh, you know, he's he's keeping on, keeping on. Yeah. So um, exactly, yeah. I, I guess I guess in a way it was like more or less a sense of realism mm-hmm. and, and all that. Oh, uh, definitely, definitely. Um, one thing, one thing though, I would like to say about this is that uh, since since uh, since his parents did die. Uh, obviously, because that's the origin of the character. Um, and, and bear in mind, you guys, that we will get into spoilers. So if you yeah, haven't seen the movie, into, yeah. see the damn movie, see please. It. Go see the movie. Go see the movie. Go see the movie. But uh, again, as I was saying, in this movie, it doesn't really seem that he cares about being Bruce Wayne like at all. Like he literally doesn't care about about being portrayed as like this billionaire, you know. Like no one, right. like he doesn't really care about his public image. He just wants to protect the city, which is which is honestly really really refreshing, you know. Like, because uh, we haven't really seen this kind of take on Batman ever. I don't think actually. Um, and so Agreed. it's just I yeah, exactly. 
it's just really, really refreshing to see Batman just be Batman and do what he does, you know? And, and yeah, I mean, he's a little rough around the edges, but hey, I mean, that's, that's the process, you know, it's his second year. Exactly. So he's going to be a little bit rough around the edges, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm really, really excited to see the second one. Um, I heard rumors that the director was thinking about, uh, putting Hush in a sequel. The Hush character. Hmm. Well, technically, um, who we saw was the Riddler. Although it, you you could say like, um, yeah, on the inside it was Riddler, but on the outside you you get the impression that it's Hush in a sense. So maybe, um, I I would assume maybe in the sequel that they'll they'll use the name Hush and like pretend it'll be someone else, but at the same time it still will be Riddler. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's one theory at least. I don't think he'd be in a sequel, though. I, I really, really doubt it. Uh, maybe he might make a cameo, just like Joker did. Possibly. Uh, you know, um, and I, I know it just hit me, but um, in, in the Batman, or actually um, in, in the history of, of Batman in general, the Riddler is um, known, his, his real name is Edward E. Nigma. But in the Batman's case, that that wasn't his, that wasn't his name. Or they kept Edward in, but it was it was something. His last name was something different, right? Who? I'm talking about Riddler. Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, yeah, it wasn't Edward Enigma, is what I'm saying. No, uh, I think I think Enigma was something that he called himself i don't think that was his actual like character's last name i don't, I don't think so I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure that was his actual name at least like in the way he was betrayed in the past so uh i don't know maybe another theory could be oh like, if, um, oh oh it's edward nigma okay i thought you said enigma okay all right cool awesome. I, I meant e as in his uh e is his middle name i think okay okay so uh what i'm getting at is um we've seen that is edward. his name yeah that is his name. Yeah, uh, I just looked it up. That's his name. So yeah, um, Ed. We've seen Edward side of Riddler, but what about um, Mr. E. Nigma part? Or I mean, wait, E isn't his middle name. What am I talking about? Edward Nigma. What? 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 <sighs> okay. What? What I'm getting at is we've seen Edward, but where's where's Nigma? Maybe maybe that in a way could. Um, what do you mean? What do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? Saying like. What if there's like um, two two different sides, in a way? Because uh, I don't know. Like he maybe there's like a dual per duality to it all. Because um, you know he's very like uh, Riddler is very forward, but Hush is very like you know hush hush in the shadows sort of person. Mm-hmm. And yet, um, so I guess what I'm getting at is it's like it adds on to the mystery. And yet, um, let's let's say if like um. We see um, uh, Rid- the Batman version of Riddler as, and like an interrogation is like, um, hmm, that is the question, isn't it? <laughs> and like, um, I don't know, that that would just be like really interesting because um, I don't know, I guess it like kind of like eat away at me. Like, well, if he's Edward, then where's Nigma? Yeah. So, but I guess like maybe it would be too obvious in a way that again they're trying to be different and uh-huh. it kind of works. But still, a part of me is like I can't help but think where's Nigma? And you're saying if Hush comes in, maybe that's where Nigma will be. 
Yeah, I mean, I get it. Uh, uh, it's sort of like a Two Face kind of thing, if that makes sense. Um, but mm-hmm. like, I don't know, man. I don't. I think it's too early to do Hush for the sequel. I think it's way too early. Uh, seeing the same villain over again would probably get kind of boring. Um, the only movie that I really know that was able to pull that off was Avengers Infinity War and Endgame. Like, they, it had the same villain for both. And only because, only because it was a continuation of the story, and that was stated way beforehand. Mm-hmm. If, if that makes sense. And I just, I feel like it would just be too early to introduce right. him. In the second movie, at least. Maybe in the third one, but the second one, I don't think, I don't think it would be a good idea. And there's going to be spinoffs for it coming to HBO Max, so maybe they'll like something about that. Yeah. Oh yeah, the Penguin sequel as well. Um, I'm gonna quote something here that I think James Gunn said. Uh, so I saw a tweet the other day that said, "Who asked for the Penguin spinoff?" I think it was James Gunn who said this. He said, um, he said that. Uh, by getting the things that we ask for, we don't get anything that's original. Mm. I think it was him who said that on Twitter. I'm not exactly sure who said that, but it's true. You know, because if we just get things that we ask for, then um, we're not going to get anything, like, of quality, I guess, if that makes sense. Because, like... Yeah, it's almost like... Sorry, go ahead. Uh, uh... I was just saying, like, who asked for Free Guy? Nobody, you know? Nobody even knew that it was a thing. Because it, it wasn't before it was made, you know? So, like, and it came out and it was awesome. Like, the movie is great, you know? Uh, I could say the same thing about... Uh, let's see here. I could see the same thing about... Um, let's see. Uh the um batman comics when they first started coming out like who asked for them nobody but they're good you know they're just good absolutely yeah uh to to, to go off of what you're saying it's like it's like that uh one quote i'm expecting unexpected but you know uh don't um it's, it's better to just take that that like um not too seriously in a way because if you expect the unexpected it just everything gets kind of dull in this sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, yeah, it's like every now and then it, it feels good to have a little bit of, um, you know, fan service and Easter eggs and whatnot. But, uh, you know, if, if we kept getting everything that we want, then it's like, you know, sooner, if not later, it's going to be all like, eh, why did I ask for this? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, I guess like it could work every now and then like, we ask for something and like people deliver even more of it because yeah, I, I know what earlier that I said, um, the, the Batman has everything a great Batman movie, um, should have and more in a yeah. way. Although, yeah. um, we didn't really ask for another Batman movie. If we I'm didn't. Mistaken, yeah. Right. Uh, I don't think so actually. Granted I was, um, at first I was, um, my first impressions when I saw like the trailer or uh, announcement or whatever I saw first that showed there was going to be um, another Batman movie, that being the Batman, I was a little hesitant at first because um, I was really, I was, and I more or less still am defensive with the Dark Knight, which, you know, I, I in the past, I, 
I think on a, a previous episode or two, I said that it was my favorite movie, and now the Batman like just pff, kicks it right down to the second place. Yeah. I, I still love that movie, and I always will, but at the same time, uh, no, it's just, just like, in, again, like, I guess, like, um, it's, it's important to, like, um, maybe, um, ah, I, I can't talk today. Um, I guess what I, I am trying to say is um, it's, it's not so wrong to, like, um, ask, feel like you should expect the unexpected, but it, it's, it's important to have an open mind. Yeah. It's like if you're oh, yeah, you, you never know what you're missing. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely, man. Um, um and uh, hmm? sorry, sorry. Uh one one thing I wanna get, get get back to before we move forward is um I wanna talk uh going back to Riddler and the villains, um in in the Batman, I wanna something I really appreciate is how um like uh another thing that they did differently is that they're not flashed, they're they're not flashy or flamboyant. There's like no, you know, bright or colorful like costumes that they wear, which um... yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. And that's um, uh, to my point earlier about uh, Batman not exactly worrying about his public image. You know, um, the movie was mm. dark. It was very, very gritty. You know, it was down to earth, and he wasn't he wasn't acting as some. Um, he wasn't trying to uh, juggle his lives as Spider-Man was in No Way Home. He wasn't trying to juggle his life. He was just focused on being Batman more than anything. Right. Which is what I personally really, really liked about the film. You know, um, a lot of people, well, not a lot of people, but I know some people probably think that it would be better with him uh, portraying uh, the the other side of Bruce Wayne, but I just... I really, really liked, um, I really, really liked, uh, him just being Batman. You know what I mean? Kind of yeah, like, I, I hear what you're saying, but kind of like, uh, sorry, but uh, it's kind of like when, when, uh, Iron Man revealed his identity in the first movie, you know, it's, it's refreshing, you know, cause now everybody, like everybody kind of knows who you are. So you're just that, like, you're not trying to juggle two lives like everybody knows you're iron man so you don't have to hide like anything you know i hear you um although the thing though is um uh tony stark or um or iron man however you want to say him he didn't really have many people close to him yeah that is so, true um, yeah but batman doesn't either though he only really has alfred that's really he only has alfred and catwoman i mean those are really the only two people but that's enough for him to like really keep it hush hush. Yeah. I don't know pun intended because you know, if like people know who he is and they'll they'll use that against him. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, really and, true, like, yeah. Um you know, Bruce and he like um thing with Bruce Wayne is that I'm like he he'll deny it, but he has a lot of things that are important to him. Mm-hmm. Like other than people, whether it's whether it's his his own company or like um is his work of thir- phil- philanthropy. And like even just Alfred and Catwoman alone are enough for him to be on the defensive. It's like people see me getting close to them, then yeah, I have a weakness. They'll exploit that weakness. I, I can't have weakness. Yeah. I just can't because like people and in my world of view, people will be ruthless and not give a damn about you. Yeah. Yeah. 
But I guess, um, yeah, well, I'm not saying like it was like a dumb move for Tony Stark to say that he's Iron Man. It's just, um, you know, in a way, it kind of made sense. There's yeah. like, um, you know, people were getting on to him. People were getting wise. And like people that were close to him could more or less take care of themselves or he would keep them at arm's length, such as uh, such as Rhodey and Pepper Potts. Yeah, that's true. I mean, name a few if not only but yeah uh I, I guess you could say they're more or less um do there's sort of like duality like to the two of those or like um and i, I don't mention just the fact like their costumes like iron man actually wears iron and uh batman has a cape but uh yeah it really helps put things into perspective what like yeah you're you have money you have power but like what what exactly are you going to do with it and will it make you happy? And will people take advantage of that? And it's just things, these things that are, I don't know about you or anyone else that's listening, but these, these are just things that can't not run through my head. You know? No, oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I just, I don't know. I feel like uh, if they, I mean, this wouldn't even make sense because it's kind of too early to introduce the Bat family, kind of, because it, it's it's only a second year and so like robin isn't in the picture yet and batgirl and and all these other characters you know so it's just it doesn't really make sense to introduce the bat family but what do you think that would look like if they did um i guess um i i would hope it would be as um dark and or maybe not so much dark but just um each of them would have a certain amount of grit to them and like um some somewhat different because, um, like as, as I mentioned earlier, the the villains being Riddler, Penguin, and te- technically Catwoman in a way, they're not like you know flashy or flamboyant or have like anything like that stands out like in terms of uh, their attire. Yeah. But uh, you you can tell it's them. You you, yeah. you don't have to like um, put two and two together to know who they are and what they're all about. So mm-hmm. in the case of uh, Robin and potentially Batgirl. Um, I guess maybe uh, I would like to think maybe Robin would be uh, homeless. You think he would? Like, um, he, what? You think he would? Um, I'm not. This is just a theory. I don't know if he would. It's just like you know, put into perspective on how it could be. It could be Robin, but it could be but different at the same time. Whereas um, he loses his parents, he knows what it's all about. But, um, you know, he has, like, mad skills from, like, acrobats and all that. And maybe Batman takes an interest in that. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, now... What was I about to say? So, yeah, that makes sense, uh, honestly. Uh, but I just... I don't know. Because, again, um, the director... Um, ooh, what was his name again? I am drawing. I don't know. Matt Reeves. Matt Reeves. Exactly. Yes. Thank you, Matt Reeves. Um, he said that he's not interested about bringing the Batman into the uh, extended universe with with the other characters. So, right. How do you think they're going to continue the character after? Like, do you think it's just going to be three and done, or do you think that they'd keep going? Um, that is the question, isn't it? Yeah. Um. You know what? Uh, we never, and this this is probably a little too early. Like dare I say, probably too early to be in like the the third, um, one or the the second sequel. However you define it, to see a little more into Red Hood. 
because we never got yeah but, but, but to get red hood movie, though I mean. we'd, we'd have to get robin first and so we can't you can't just do like like you can't just do red hood without like the backstory like it wouldn't make any sense so robin would have to be there first and so like what i'm saying is like um maybe they introduce like robin in the second or the third movie maybe and then maybe they do uh i don't know i don't know maybe they do like a fourth but that's what i'm saying you know i know and i'm not saying it's like highly likely just um in, in theory it would be really interesting if we we got to see red hood in a in a live action movie because um Although um, Batman Under the Red Hood, which is probably my favorite uh, DC animated movie, like has has set such a high standard to that that it also makes me hesitant. Like, um, if they tackle this, like, can it really measure up to up to that? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, but, you know, um, like, like I said, also said earlier, you know, keep an open mind because they yeah. managed to like they do Batman, but they also managed to keep him different at the same time. So, uh, I, I don't know. Only time will tell, I guess. Yeah, it is very hard for a sequel to top its original, and I always say that because it's one hundred percent true. It's really, really, really hard because for your first season or your first movie, you know, you have to pull out all the stops. You know, you have to uh, engage the audience. You have to, uh, you have to um, keep them, like, keep them engaged not only for this movie but for the future movies to come. And so, I think the challenge is how do they how do they come up with a story um, that's as good as the first one that's going to keep uh, all of the audience and everybody uh, that that watches it like like engaged for the second movie and for movies to come, you know? Yeah. Because, um... like, not only does the movie have to have to be good, but it has to make the audience be like, oh, okay, so, like, where is he going now? You know, I want to see the next one, you know? Right. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, I think either uh, Matt Reeves or or the screenwriter who who also might be Matt Reeves. I I, I can't remember remember much either. But what I'm getting at is um, they take a lot of inspiration from some comics, such as um, Batman Year One, which is definitely um, a hell of an origin story. Um, for, for Batman, that's anyway. Um, avoiding going off topic is what I'm saying is um maybe we can do a little digging of ourselves into that like yeah. um, what what goes on in the comics and what really stands out for say because yeah. um ooh, ooh. yeah we, we never really um the record uh do do i even need to mention that um at the very end um who rither was talking to at arkham was joker do do, do i even need to like no mention no that? no you don't need to mention that dude i i brought it up earlier i brought it up like 10 minutes ago remember right so, uh, I, what, what I'm getting is maybe we'll do something with that. Yeah. Like maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe there'll be like certain flashbacks to like, um, his work, like before, like what we see in the Batman and how, how did he get there? And, um, how did, how did Joker get into prison? Right. And like, yeah. how did this Joker like become like the, the Batman's version of the Joker? Because I guess, um, there, there is like one, I think, at least if I could name at least one requirement for a Batman movie, it would be a foil. Like, um, it makes like Batman question if he's makes Batman or it makes us question like the right from the wrong. 
because um, if, if you recall in the Batman, um, Selina wanted to kill to kill her dad, who in a way more or less kind of deserved it. But you see Batman be all like, "No, no killing." And it just like goes to show that um yeah despite all the hell that he's faced dis- despite everything he's been through he has like a, a, a strong sense of like of a no kill policy this isn't going to solve your problems this won't do anything but at the same but um you know when you see the other side you you kind of like you, you can't not be all like see where they're coming from yeah and you also yeah. kind of get that from Riddler in a way too. And the, the more I think about it, um, how how much of a role do you think Penguin would play if, if we see him again in, in the sequel? I think we're definitely going to see him in the sequel. I think he'd be in more than just what? Like, he was in, like, 50% of this movie? I think he would be definitely uh, more of a prominent character in the second film, mm. you know? Because uh, his story's not done yet. Uh, the last time we saw him in the in the movie was when he was it was framed yes yeah 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 and so like his story's not done you know but maybe he's in prison who knows maybe probably not Pro- yeah probably not i mean knowing penguin probably not but <laughs> you know yeah i don't know i feel like we'd see uh more of his character honestly um, I really liked Catwoman, uh, Zoe Kravitz, amazing job. She did a great job, such a great job. Um, Absolutely. Uh, I didn't really understand the whole entire, well, this is probably because I missed the first 20 minutes, but her friend, like her blonde friend, I didn't understand why they were like following her and why they killed her or whatever. Only because I didn't see the first 20 minutes and don't tell me cause I'm going to watch the movie over again, but all right. Yeah. All right. That's probably why I didn't understand that. That's probably the only thing I have with the movie, and and obviously that's not the movie's fault. So. Yeah. But um, overall, I liked it a lot. You know, I I really really enjoyed it. Oh, also. Absolutely. Um, so you know how um, how when Batman was in the rafters of the, of the stadium. Uh, yeah. At the end, like towards the end, uh, I just, I just saw someone, someone didn't really do like a deep dive or whatever, but they, but they basically like, like, uh, like explained something that happened in the movie that I didn't notice. So at one of the points where one of uh, the Riddlers, I'd call them goons, um, shoots Batman, he turns around, like, like he turns around facing his back towards the guy that's shooting him, right? And, and the bullet, the bullet, like he blocks the bullet with his arm, but it bounces and it hits his head and he falls back down. Like it's very, very fast if you don't notice it, but it's really, it's really, really nice. Like the attention to detail and just the fighting and the choreography. It's like the whole entire movie was just really, really great. You know? Absolutely. And and going off of that, one of the highlights of this movie for me or, one of them, not the one reason it stands out um, over the Dark Knight, is the music. Come on, like the music just like fits so perfectly well into into Batman, mm-hmm. and like 
you know the the dark knight uh soundtrack was cool too but it was a little more like modern which 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 worked and like it kept like the tone and intensity well but at the same time when it comes to like the grit the dark and the whole i'm gonna like okay i'm gonna protect this city and you're not gonna stop me no fucking way like but at the same time uh it's she's like no you're just you're just holding your breath because like that's when it appears the music in there is just like shut the fuck up and watch me kick some ass yeah like just shut up Exactly. Probably yeah. like um, sums the music up real well because it's all like, you know, you, you hear like a needle drop. You're like, <gasps> like yeah. that, that's like a who you state of mind that the music can really put put you into. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. It's um, it kind of reminds me of um, it kind of reminds me of uh, what's it called? Um, Man of Steel, uh, because. Superman was, um, I remember how, like, he didn't really care about, like, uh, whether he lived or died, you know? Like, he just wanted to save the people around him, and also save his mom, especially, because that's, that's the most important person to him, you know? Well, I mean, and his, wait, is his, did his dog die at the end of the movie? I don't remember. Uh, I'm sorry, say that again? Uh, did, did Superman's dog die in Man of Steel? I, I don't remember. Did his dad die? No, his dog. His dog? Uh, maybe, maybe not. Okay. I don't remember. I need to see that again. All right. Well, anyway, it's just... Uh, I can draw, like, a lot of comparisons between the two. Because, again, I mean, in in so many ways, they are the same people, basically. Like, they're really selfless, and they don't really care what it takes to get done as long as they do it by the books, you know? No matter how much they won't admit it. Exactly, but, uh, yeah. With Man of Steel, though, um, you, you could say it's almost more or less the same thing with the Batman, where um, we see him in like a, a totally different way. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to. I don't know if I would say like dark and gritty, but I guess darker in a way. Like, because um, we're, I guess, like we're always used to seeing Superman being all like bright and and strong for everyone else. But like this here shows in Man of Steel, we see him like as uh, deeply flawed, really hard to get a grip on all this. And like, you know, he's trying to, you get the sense that he's trying to do the right thing, but at the same time, there's not really much self-satisfaction because he knows he won't be, he won't be one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, oh, oh, dude. Okay. Okay. Um, so Court of Owls, do you think that they're going to adapt this story to live action? Oof. Um, that is a it's a very very good storyline man like the animated movie was great it was amazing uh i i would hope they would yeah um they they would they would probably have to introduce robin first though um unless they do uh a different take on the story they might have to introduce robin first um I'm not really well versed in the uh on this like on the comic storyline, but I have seen the animated film and uh from what I can tell it closely resembles the comics. Like there are a few things here and there that are probably different, but it closely resembles the comics. And so hmm. they'd probably have to introduce Robin first, but the Court of Owls storyline would be amazing. I think it would I think I think that's the next way to go, honestly, because it would definitely, definitely, definitely thrill me. 
I love that. I would love that. I'd be so excited, um, not only for uh, like uh, the second Batman, but also the next one because now it's like, oh geez, like what are they gonna do? You know, like how are they gonna top this? You know, and I just, I'd just be really excited to see how they do that. You know, what if um, what if they get to Robin first? Yeah. Yeah, like they they get to Robin first, and like they raise him and train him and all that. Oh, no, I mean like okay. could, I mean like I'm saying okay. the first Robin. I'm saying like the first Robin. Yeah, like they see that his uh his parents died, and like they they provided home for him and train him to get his revenge and all that. But yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's like a there's like a little bit of a twist in which um you know they're behind it or um, they pull the strings and therefore uh. You know, made made a good adversary to Batman, but then Batman like you know calls calls him out and say, no, they 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 did this to you, almost like um like Bullseye in uh, season three of Deadpool. Dude, oh, dude, season three of Deadpool was so good. Jeez, that Absolutely. was so good. And, and maybe maybe um that's what the core of vowels will be like, where um you know they they can be like um you know composed and fancy and um. I don't know, somewhat diplomatic or bureaucratic, however you define it, in which, yeah, they, they put on facade, but really it's it's just like um, with Kingpin and like the, 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 the leading gangs in Hell's Kitchen. Or maybe yeah. the hand, like the hand's like definitely left a huge impression if you get into like the Netflix Marvel um, universe. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, now... Do you think that they're going to introduce um, um, Razal Gold in the second movie, or do you think they're ever going to do that at all? Um, maybe. Because uh, they they already did that in um, the Dark Chris Rowland's Dark Knight trilogy, so um, I'm not entirely sure. Maybe it would be a little too early to get into that. Mm-hmm. Maybe they would do that in like um, the the third one, like is he like he's Batman's always like fighting like um, fighting on the outside, but what about on the inside? Or or maybe they can make that a bit of a maybe they could do that as a prequel, yeah, like a brief scene or or in a spinoff. But um, I don't know. Like they they got him they got him down pretty well in um you know the the Dark Knight trilogy, but. No, like they've they've managed to surprise us with this one, so I'm 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 doing my best to keep an open mind on this. Mm. Yeah, hold on, give me one second, give me one second, dude. I'm sorry, wait. Okay. But yeah, man, I just I really think that uh um I really think that if they do the second one right, it'll be a banger just like this one, you know? It'll be good Absolutely. just like this one, you know, and uh, I'm not just saying that to say that, because, uh, again, as I always say, it's very hard for a sequel to top its original, you know, but I think I think Matt Reeves could definitely do it. Like, I, I 100 percent believe mm. in him. Absolutely. You know, uh, if there's anybody that can do it, I mean, why not the guy who directed Planet of the Apes? And Cloverfield. Oh, Yes. Yes, Cloverfield. That's a crazy, crazy good shit movie. 
Yeah, it really, really is. So, I think we're actually about time here, actually. So, I think we're coming to the end of the episode, actually. Are we? Uh, um, yeah, I think so. Okay, well, in that case, um, one thing, one more thing I want to point out that I genuinely appreciate about the Batman is that, that car chase with Penguin. <sighs> what the Oh, fuck? yeah, that was great. That was really, really, that really was... great. That was incredible. You know what? I'm just going to put it out there and say that's that is probably the or at least my favorite car chase scene. You know, Fast and Furious, like they've got some good shit, and like among other movies, do that great too. But the way that the Batman does it, like, god damn, wow, yeah, just 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 wow, yeah, wow, <laughs> uh. Yeah, I guess that's 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 pretty much sums me up on um, on my end on how much I love the Batman. Although they'll probably maybe we'll do like another part after uh, we rewatch it and Cedric finally gets around to those twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah, I'm, uh, I will. I will definitely get around to those twenty minutes, one hundred percent. Putting that aside, uh, is is there anything um is there anything um else you want to add or wrap up to it? This uh, no. episode? No, not really. All right. In that case, I'm just. I think um, we should just wrap it up by saying, y'all haven't seen the Batman again. What are you doing? Yeah, and I know. I'm probably right? biased because um, Batman is my favorite superhero. Oh yeah. So let's listen to this guy. Well, you know what? It is a great movie. Listen to me. Don't listen to me. Just, just see the movie. The movie is will not disappoint at all. No, I really, really won't. Go see the movie. Seriously. It is great. You're going to love it. And if you haven't seen it, you're missing out. Like, you are really, really really missing out, you know? I just... Good. What are you still doing here listening to this episode? Like, go watch the movie if you haven't seen it. Watch it. Go watch it. Seriously. Uh, I'm going to say this a few more times. Go watch it. Go watch it. Go watch it. Because we spoiled in this episode. So if you haven't seen it, then go see it. What are you doing? Go see it. Probably That's even before you watch this episode, you know? go watch it. But yeah, so respectfully, thank you guys you. for listening to this episode. Uh, it's been it's fun. fun, guys. Yeah, thanks. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for sticking by us for the last uh, what is it, twelve episodes? Because we're on thirteen now. So thanks, guys. I uh, really, really appreciate it. And um, yeah, this has been Cedric. This has been Griffin. And thank you for listening to the weekly standby. We'll see you next time.